Hi and welcome to Karate Over Coffee. My name is Shane McMahon and I'm your host. This is a podcast dedicated to my experiences in karate. I started karate as soon as I could walk. My parents owned a full-time dojo, so I literally grew up in the dojo as our house was on top. I've lived and breathed karate my whole life and I've trained with some really amazing sensei, competed for my country, and I've learned so much about the evolution and history of karate. And I'm here to share my experiences and learn. Enjoy. Some of the kids in the neighborhood, it wasn't terribly serious. There wasn't really any adults. Was, was there <clears> friction, <throat> friction between Miyagi and Kyoto? I think they were more, this is only my personal opinion because Kanzaki Sensei never directly commented. Um, but I think just like any, I, I really thought they were like brothers mm, and like okay. two brothers, they can have, they can be rivals, right? Yeah. Because, uh, because Kyoto wasn't a fan of the name Goju. Goju. He, yeah. He hated the name Goju. Yeah. Cause he, he kind of, uh, subsumed everything under the teachings of, um, Kigona Kandyo, right? So mm. he, he had nothing but respect and admiration for him. Not saying Miyagi Sensei did not, but Kyoto was kind of took umbrage to like the name Goju that it didn't really reflect their teacher, right? His name, yeah. <clears throat> Toon, Toon is Higona's name, right? Yeah, it's the first two characters, right? So the East and the On, right? So Toon, right? Yeah. I don't know why he didn't call it Toonna. Do you? Maybe he didn't like three syllables. In the Toonna. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But he settled on Toon, right? Uh, my own personal theory is Toon Yu is actually a reflection of two teachers. Mm -hmm. Right, because Kyoto learned from Higon no Kanjo, right? Yeah. And but prior to entering that dojo, he learned from his cousin Higon yeah. no Kanyu. Uh, Kanyu, yeah. Okay. Kanyu, right? <clears throat> and that's why, like, we have the in Poan, they they don't do the Goju Seisan, they do the Kanyu Seisan, right? Yep. Okay. And yeah, yeah, it's yeah. similar in some respects, but it's different in others, right? Just like every other Seisan on Okinawa. Yeah, yeah. There's no luckily, mate. There's no ego in karate, so no, it's it's all that. So when people say Toan, like, I'm like, yeah, like I, I kind of maybe not overtly, but in, I think sort of maybe even unconsciously that Kyoto was kind of reflecting both of those teachers, like his first two teachers. So, okay. but as for him passing it on, as far as I know, like he just kind of concentrated on teaching his son Juko and then. Kanzaki since they showed up in like 50, I'm going to say 52 or 53 uh, on the recommendation of an Okinawan guy um, who had actually studied with Kyoto while he was still a student out on Okinawa. Mm. And yeah, then Kanzaki showed up and then he started learning with uh, Kyoto and Juko sensei and then slowly like a few other people trickled in, but it was always like a handful, like maybe a half dozen tops yeah. throughout the years. Okay. What, um, so have, having sort of experienced, um, both, what, what made you, what made you stay with Tuan? You know, I just, what made me stick with it? The bottom line is that it was the teacher. I just was so impressed with Kanzaki sensei. Just yep. not as like he was way past his prime because he was like 
how old would he be? He would have been like 32. 71. Or... Yeah, <laughs> no, like 71 maybe. Yeah. Um, but he's, you could still see that flame in his eyes, right? And he just represented a link to the kind of the old way of doing things. Because the kind of cool thing about good and bad is because it was so small and so insulated that a lot of outside influences didn't creep in. So you still kind of have like a lot of old school approach, not to saying that it's better or worse, but it's kind of like a little time capsule, right? Of yeah, how things yeah. were trained. Okay. And he was just a really good guy. Yeah. Right. He was just a fun guy to sit down and, and chat with. It's very important. Very important. to. Yeah. To like, like I, there's, if you don't have a good vibe with the teacher, yeah, yeah. right. No matter how good the style is or this, that, and the other, or, or yeah. how, you know, famous or relevant it is it's not really going to amount to much. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not going to absorb as much and the instructor's not going to give you as much if you don't have that no. connection. Yeah. No. And you, you, and then also like, you don't want to be hanging, like, would you hang out with a teacher who's kind of like unethical or immoral just because they have great technique? Not anymore. No, 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 no. I, I, I don't don't think that's a good path to follow. I don't learn under my father anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, obviously I'm, I'm joking. Of course. But yeah, right, so you've been watching the new uh, Star Wars Obi Wan, right? That's right. Uh, Darth yeah. Vader references. Yeah, I, I, I am. I'm not a huge Star Wars fan, but yeah, I just oh. watched the last three episodes. It's not like I'm not. Not uh, good. It's not like I'm not a. I mean, I like Star Wars as much as the next next fellow, but yeah, but you're not yeah. a fanatic. No, I'm not. So some of the references I don't I don't get because I don't watch it, and uh, mm. but you know. Yeah, I mean, I've watched them many times, but um, but yeah, um, I think the fourth one comes out today, actually, the fourth episode. So, oh, good. So if you listen to, to this, if, if you listen to this episode, that's yeah, you know what's going on. But yeah. if this is thirty so, years time and people are listening to this episode, <laughs> I do. if I'm around in thirty years, uh, look, yeah, yeah. that's right. But yeah, so, so yeah, uh, so. Yeah, it's a, it's a small style, uh, it's pretty closed, uh, but they're not, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They're not secretive, right? They just don't do anything publicly, that's all. But if you showed up on their, at their dojo and said, oh, I'd like to practice, they'd be like, oh, come on in. Sure. Yeah, um, unless it's Murakami's dojo. Uh, well, he was the exception. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, but I think there was kind of a wisdom in Murakami-sensei's approach, but that's yeah that's one thing but in terms of now like if you went to the dojo in Peppu now like with ikeda sensei right he's in charge now yeah and you uh give him a call and said could i come by and train he'd be like yeah sure bring some water bring the uniform come on out and they still teach shorenru and tornru uh so murakami sensei only so his dojo taught shorenru yeah and though, although his dojo said you, he never really taught it yeah and then Toan you oh you mean yeah sorry Beppu yeah yeah yeah, oh, yeah sorry yeah they they just they just teach Toan right okay yeah 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 and I got my I got my hand slapped quite a few times for being the goju guy oh yeah okay so I'm so, not willing to kind of give it up what is what is the what is it, what are some differences between goju and Toan um Fundamentally, they're, the base is the same, right? It's, quote, nahate, right? Mm. 
So it kind of emphasizes tight, enclosed fighting, right? Mm -hmm. Short strikes, okay. Generating power from the core instead of like needing more of the whip-like movements of Shorin. Mm -hmm. One of the biggest distinguishing features that I found was its kicks. Its kicks are very peculiar. Um, they're short, they're um, stomping kicks, right? Okay. And they rarely retract the leg. So for example, if you're doing like a sokuto, like a low sokuto getting like a side kick mm. right to the front, they would ride the kick down. So they would extend the leg and then oh, they would fall into the kick. Yep, so okay. I've seen others like Okinawa Kempo sometimes does this. You can see this in their older versions of Nisei Shi, right? Yeah. But Poan does this for almost every single kata. Okay. For every single kick. Yeah, it, uh, which is it really makes sense. Quite, it makes sense. Um, because when you, know, you when you're kicking, you drive you're driving your weight into the kick. Like there's no there's no coming back from that kick. Yeah. So they just want to say, okay, it's uh, more kind of a finish, right? Yeah, yeah. So a lot of times they'll hang on to you, like they'll. So a, a big philosophy is like you know you kind of secure the opponent, you put their weight onto the target, and then you would kick and follow through. So you can hopefully um, damage something. Yeah, and finish whatever the encounter. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes they call it like keibanashi, right? So K is from keri, right? Ke yep. To kick. Uh, the ba is just a change in the in the in the consonant. So it's you know shu uh, ha ri, right? The ha, shu ha, the kind of se separate, right? Yep. So in this case, not separating. Keiba nashi. So nashi means to not, right? So to kick and not separate from the opponent. So basically to kick and follow through. Okay. <clears throat> what, what about the strikes? The strikes are, for the most part... Um, Retracted? Yeah, like they're very typically uh, Okinawan karate. The only big difference uh, in the fundamentals is the chamber is at the, is at the waist. Which is Goju is typically Goju's up here, here, right? Yeah, yeah. Shorin is so it's more kind of a, I'm not going to say Shorin. Yeah. <laughs> not that anyone's going to listen, but yeah, they chamber <laughs> oh, more at the waist. No, no, I mean as uh, so no, in Japan listening. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. Not get in trouble for that. So they they chamber more at the, at the waist. Okay. All right. Um, and, and then blocking, like blocking for. Um, like for example, middle block, like in Goju, you have a tendency to go out and meet. Yep, and hook in. The punch, mm -hmm. and then pull in. Mm -hmm. So they do it more like a like a shorin kind of snap. Okay, yep. Right. So um, there's lots of little differences. And, uh, you know, I think they really just kind of boil down to the idiosyncrasies of the founder, right? Yeah. Yeah, and so, the, influ the influences of that founder. Yeah, in a sense, like they have their own personality, their temperament, their body type, which is going to influence how they prefer to um, use the techniques that they were learned. Yeah. Sorry, that they learned. Right. I mean, and killed in a similar way. He was a little bit smaller, right? A little bit lankier, right? So his techniques definitely have like a different flavor. Yeah. And it's not to say that. Uh, uh, Totsu Miyagi didn't alter anything either. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he he would have changed his. It depends who you talk to. If it's <laughs> yeah, Orthodox yeah. Goju and you um, talk to uh, the people, like the teachers, they're going to say no. 
It all came in one continuous line. Yeah, look. No, yeah, I, I don't believe that at all. Because, uh, well, for, start, for starters, I've been around doing karate for 30 years. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what my dad told, told me 30 years ago. You know, like, I don't remember what it was five minutes ago. Um, yeah, it can't be. If you it took it from be. a statistical perspective, um, almost every single pre-war teacher had more than one instructor. Yeah. And so that would make Miyagi Chojin the single outlier. <laughs> yeah. It, so yeah. it just doesn't add up. It, it, especially at that time in Okinawa and where karate was, was heading. Mm -hmm. or where karate wasn't heading it's probably better you know in that, exactly in that sort of time time in okinawa and japan history um yeah changes had to come uh, uh, you know and there's nothing nothing wrong with adapting and innovating because the karate that we do now the movement that i think the movement now is so much better than it was 20 30 40 yeah. years ago I would hope ago. that, you know, a hundred years later, we've made improvements in technique and sports science, nutrition, yeah. quality of life, you name it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's especially warm up exercise. I, I know I, we've, we've changed how our warm up as sports science is getting more and more, um, more available to, uh, everybody, you know, you, you know, mm -hmm. more about, um, how to look after your body. How to manage yeah. your knees, ankles, uh, hips for crew. Yeah, they're, like they're there's the, the traditional warm-ups. Yeah. yeah, and then they're um, a product of their time. And some of them, you know, you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, but doesn't mean you can't revisit them and take critique them and take a look and go, you know what? For some of my students, these are contraindicated. Like this guy yeah. has a, like a bad knees or bad back, like you said. So I don't think they should be doing these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, but back, back to the differences in Goju and, and to, mm -hmm. to on, uh, kata wise, I mean, like if without kata, you know, kata, kata is such a huge part of karate. It's the style. elephant in the room. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's the, it's the, it's the lifeblood and the bane of karate. Yep. Without, yep. Without kata. I don't think karate stay. I don't, I don't think karate is as relevant as it is uh, with that with that kata, because it well, kata is kata is the currency of karate. Yeah. Currency, yeah, that's a good one. It's literally the currency. Yeah, yeah, right. It's the it's the cultural and social currency of karate. Right. I, I have an episode coming. called it's <laughs> going to be around that. Uh, is is kata still still useful mm, uh, oh, you're, that, you're, you're I, i'm not going to open my mouth for <laughs> that one <laughs> yeah anyway but a hundred percent but uh without without cut without cutter i don't think we're sitting here talking because there's you know there, there's so many things to that you can explore in cutter mm. and there's so many things to learn and um you know the the different styles and yeah. different people unfortunately it's been 
overemphasized, in my opinion. I know, I know we've had a correction in the last 20 years, but you know, that's trying to basically correct, you know, 100 years of emphasizing kata. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, uh. But I digress. Anyway, you wanted to talk about poan kata. Yeah, bit, no, yeah, right? that's true. Yep. So there's only four core kata, right? So sanchin, seisan, right? Sanseidu, and pekjurin. Yep. Or betjurin. Yeah, yeah. Sensei never, Sensei was, sounds like Sensei was never 100% sure if it was betjurin or petjurin. As in the, he, the pronunciation or? Yeah, was it with a B or a P? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Is it a. But it was never called superimpe. It was always called betjurin or betjurin. Betjurin right? is 100 continuous movements, right? Yeah, so 100 length or continuous movements, right? Another 108. That's super impact. Yeah. Um, right? Yep. And then there's two adjunkata. I shouldn't call them adjunkata, but they're like non-nahate. So there's uh, Yabun Jion, right? Yep. And uh, Gokenki is a uh, Nepai. Nepai, yeah. Yeah. And then there's some adjunct kata that were made specifically like some for basic kata that were yeah they were made yeah. in like the 60s and 70s let me like, let me let me guess so they're based on kion i mean it, uh, all, all, all very very based simple on, yeah all, all cutters based yeah. on kion of, of course but mm -hmm. yeah it was yeah a, so they have like kiso one two three right okay and then oh. they have a couple of movement drills and then one sort of I don't even. I don't even know if I can call it a kata. It's more like a drill, I guess. Too mm. ski okay. Just it's a blunt. It's the blocking and punching drill, and then there's a stepping drill, and then there's makiwara, chishi, uh, isashi, right? Um, and then the wooden man, single arm wooden man, kakia. Yep. Okay. Which is pretty unique. Like I don't see that much anymore. Yeah. Um, which is good. Okay. Um, so. So you got the four core cutter. Mm -hmm. um, what I like is uh, Gion. Such a yeah, there's a there's Yabuno Gion, right? Yeah, yeah, such an odd cutter to be to be in that. I can see Napai, Napai maybe. Yeah, I asked Sensei like why Napai was in there, and he just guessed, and he just thought that it was sort of related to Higona's karate, and it kind of introduce more of a softer aspect yeah. to the other other forms. But yeah, Gion is a bit, okay, why Gion? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and that just comes from um, Kyoto interacting um, at the Yabu. teacher's college with Yabu Kensu, right? Yeah, okay. But the question that's always kind of bugged me is, he would have also been like in regular Okinawan school system with Itosu and those guys, right? Mm -hmm. Like when Itosu was teaching and Hanashiro and Yabu too. So why did he not adopt Naifanchi or uh, the Pinan, right? So maybe I can understand maybe Naifanchi because they have Sanchin and that's kind of their sort of yeah. considered equivalent in terms of what they're training or like the base of the style. But I wonder why he didn't pick up. It's just my own kind of thought experiment. Like, why didn't he pick up Pinan or something? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, anyway, may, I don't know. maybe it's too much kata. Maybe it's too much kata, but then you know, I remember I had a I was having ramen one day with Kandaki Sensei, and he said, um, "Yeah, when Funakoshi was evacuated to Kyushu um, from Tokyo, and you know, during the air raids that him and Kyoda met, and Funakoshi proposed um, Kyoda teach him Pekjuren, and then he would teach Kyoda Kushanku." Okay. But it never happened because there wasn't enough time. That's interesting. So, yeah, so it shows me that Kyoto was open to learn new stuff. And it's yeah. obvious because he was, because he introduced, you know, um, Nepai and Jion. Well, and he was sort of open to learning Kusanku. So I wonder why he never introduced the other forms. If, if it was a Pinan kata, maybe, maybe, because I don't teach Pinan, and there's a, a lot of episodes in yeah. there. But, Maybe he couldn't see the sense in, in creating a kata for, for school children for him to adopt it into his, his system. Yeah, he was only really teaching his son, I guess, at that time. So he's like, what's the yeah. point, maybe? Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, it's just, you know, you think about weird stuff like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I, think, uh, I, I think that's a big reason why, why, you know, we're still active in, in karate. No, I, I'm not in research at all. I just read your books, um, but well, thank you for that. And and your oh, and your new blog as well. Um, oh, sorry, that's uh, yeah, that's uh, an, another increase of one reader. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, oh, anyway, we got on a tangent. We were talking about kata and, and kyoto, oh, yeah. and I I pull off on the tangent about how him, uh, you know, why didn't he adopt these other forms? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then there's this weird stuff, right? There's weird stuff in Toan. Like they also do Skenshitaku no Sai and Chatanyara no Sai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they also do. Um, say, this drives me. You can edit this out if you want, but this drives me bonkers. They say it's Soishinokon. It's not Soishinokon. It's say Soko no Kon, right? Yeah. Okay. Trust me, I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, I, neither here nor there. And I asked Kanzaki Sensei about it. And I said, "Well, where did these kata come from? Who taught Kyoto?" And he didn't know. He never asked. Okay. So, yeah. well, do you know? Was it Kyoto who actually brought those kata in? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he knew for a fact that they came from Kyoto. Okay. The trouble was that I said, "Well, this would be really interesting for me, just from a historical perspective. Like, if they came from Higona, that would be really interesting. Yeah, yeah. That would tell me something about Higona." But he did not know. Okay. So you're never gonna find out, right? Do you, and do, do you ever get any blowback or any pushback or any anything from the other guys in Torn Room? Uh, regarding like oh. my like research I do? Yeah. And you know the and, biggest sorry, go ahead. Yeah, and and the different like the cut and the, the name the names of the of Soshi no Kon and um, no, I just kind of just chuckle when they call it Soishinokon. I go, you guys, I, I just say out loud, you guys know it's not Soishinokon, it's Soishinokon. They're like, no, no, it's Soishin. Like, no, not so much. Uh, do I get blowback? The only blowback I ever got was when I first came back to Canada, I was teaching Goju and Toan in tandem. And that was not really uh, appreciated too yeah. much. Okay. Yeah, I, what? I got my knuckles wrapped pretty good for that what about now 
What do you at, at your dojo? Uh, you you don't have to edit this out. I I don't care. Okay. I'm so sick of karate politics and the nonsense <laughs> at, yeah. at my age. So uh, when I teach Toan, I say this is Toan. You're going to do Toan mechanics, right? We're not going to be messing anything up here, right? So yeah. you're just we're doing Toan. Period. In the discussion, I don't want to see anything else creep in. Um, but in this day and age. Um, with the wealth of information and you're teaching adult students and you're going to tell them what they can or can't learn. Mm. I just don't really see that as like a mature way to teach or present information. Yeah. Right. So now um, I occasionally get comments um, like, oh, you know, this, that, and the other. And I'm just like, okay. It, it's I've told you what I'm doing so the issue is yours now so if you want to if you have an issue with it then that's your problem not mine but I've just yeah. told I've told you what I'm doing I'm being transparent so do you have two two separate syllabus or is it, is it so a... when I first came back I I did start teaching Toan but I found it really hard for beginners mm. really really tough um beginners not to say of... that goju not yeah like raw beginners, raw beginners don't yeah. know anything yeah. And not to say that Goju isn't difficult, but I found it was easier to teach them Goju first for a while. And then if they stuck it out, like to, you know, EQ or, or Shodan, then that was a good starting point to say, okay, now we're going to transition and we're going to look at another aspect of Nahate and we're going to learn some Toan, right? And you can com compare and contrast. Mm. And that was a pretty good approach, right? Trouble is, you know, Karate's got a high turnover rate, so it was pretty hard to get even someone to kind of just do the fundamentals. Yeah. So, yeah, and then eventually I just got so frustrated at myself, mostly, and just went, I'm done. I don't want to, I don't want to teach this anymore. You know, it's not my responsibility, and nor should I have ever thought that, right? Tolan will always survive as a style. It'll, there's always, like, going to be a few people doing it. Yeah. They're just fine without me yeah so you're not teaching Toanru any longer or i teach a couple of people okay so i do teach a couple of people that have been doing it for a couple of years and what about your um, your own training yeah my own training is Toan, Toan yeah. and kabuto okay. yeah yeah i don't stop yeah wake up Toan sunshine what what kabuto are you <laughs> on the you, the roof the roof of your house pardon on the roof of your house no, I got it. It's summertime, the balcony, uh, you know, I always joke with my students, say the first thing you should do is get up, make a nice cup of coffee that you're really going to enjoy and savor. Okay. Put it on the kitchen table, take 10 steps back and then do sun chin till you get to your coffee. <laughs> That's good. Then you can savor the first sip. I'm I'm a, a little bit of training. I might start doing that with my guys for, for my fun too. Put it, yeah. put, it in the, put it in the middle. Then you, can, you can have the reach, walk, reach for the coffee move. Walk to the left, walk to the right, and then when you finish, it, it'll. <laughs> you can it, have your coffee. It won't be too hot. It'll be perfect temperature. It'll just be perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then I do Kabuto. So I've, I, I do Mino um, Sensei's Kabuto by the Pyra lineage. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But you, do, you yeah. Still, do you still. I still do... teach that. I teach that every. I teach that a couple times a week. Okay. So there's. there's Interesting, interesting mix of, of karate and kobudo. Yeah, I just, 
I just say that seems to be, it seems that with what makes me happy right now, you know, ask me in six months, maybe I'll change my mind. Yeah. But um, I'm, I'm always open to like teaching Koan. I just don't think I'm the best practitioner of it. It's just, uh, there's so few of us, right? Yeah. So there's um, me, um, I think Pavel, he's a Russian guy who, who started learning under Ikeda Sensei, and then Rich, he's an American guy who started under, who's studying under Ikeda Sensei too. And then, um, I can't mention his name, but there's a, a Welsh guy mm. who learned under Yoshino Sensei when he was in, um, uh, when he was living in Japan. So I'm good friends with him. So he's probably the only guy I can have like a really good conversation with uh, about Toanyu because he's the only other guy who's really like learned it. Do you, do you need subtitles when you're talking talking to him or now? Nah? He's not like Joe, like, well, you know, he's Welsh. He's, you know, I can, you don't need subtitles. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe you do sometimes. Well, the Welsh accent, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. So it's a bit tricky. Uh, now I'm going to get hate mail from, from Welsh people. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> That's all right, mate. They can't read or write. Uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's kind of what, what, what I kind of do right now. Um, yeah. So, but if you, like, you could, they have a, a Facebook page. Like, the Hombu Dojo has a Facebook page. They have a website, um, you know, that has a link to the email of Ikeda Sensei. So, if you wanted to go and train... Yeah. and you're inclined you could just email them and say i'm going to be in japan can i come and train and they'll go yeah okay come and train so it's not like they're being secretive or in, in close no up. they just That's don't advertise small. they they got their website they're small they just don't do anything public but if you showed up like email them and say okay can i come and train like they'll be like oh yeah sure come on down they're really a good group of guys okay so. and it, it, it's just uh like every every karate style it's somebody's interpretation of, of what they learned. Right. Yeah, so, you know, now you've got like Kanzaki Sensei taught Ikeda Sensei, right? Because we were both students at the same time and Ikeda Sensei is my dai senpai, right? My senior. Mm. So he's going to interpret Toan Yu through his lenses, right? How he sees it. Um, and he's very skilled. He's quite good. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure you'd pick up a lot. And, you know, me too. I go and it's just good like this is just across the board regardless of what style you do and no matter what your level is right it's always good for someone to critique you mm. right because you it, you can't critique yourself you can go yeah it looks good right right even golf even like world-class golfers like you know tiger woods will go to a golf pro even though the golf pro is not as good yeah like just to because someone externally can critique their technique and say okay your swing could maybe do this right yeah and then more of a on a on a more personal level like you know if you don't critique yourself and you don't critique your style the style is going to become <clears throat> excuse me stagnant yeah and then also a big thing is it just it just falls into self-serving hypocrisy yeah and well, how many times have we seen that in in karate styles and karate dojo right like there's there's no egos in karate exactly there's no politics what are you talking about <laughs> yeah i clearly don't know i'll take there I, I can't see the politics now i took my glasses off. perfect yeah yeah well what what have you noticed different from when you first started uh in 85 until now 
You mean in terms of training or attitude or just in general? Just, yeah, in general. Um, well, we sort of alluded to this earlier, like when I started, and I think maybe when you started too, like it was the real emphasis on 3K karate, right? Mm. Yeah, Kihon Kumite, right? And Kata. Yeah. yeah. And then within the last, okay, let's say 15 years, there's been kind of a revolution to make your karate functional and to make all three of those elements more integrated like that's probably yeah. the biggest change on a on kind of like on a technical level or like on terms of like uh, teaching yeah. or pedagogy i think that's the biggest one uh, and that's a good thing um, yeah. i do think sometimes the pendulum has swung a little too far uh, but i think it's kind of correcting and coming back you mean you mean the emphasis on bunkai the overemphasis on yeah, the overemphasis, on, yeah. overemphasis on your karate having to be well, this is maybe going to come out wrong, but everything has to be practical mm -hmm. and usable and for self defense, mm -hmm. right? And that's kind of missing part of the yeah. part of the process Some, and the meaning of what karate is about. Yeah, sometimes a block is just a block. Yeah, and then also you're kind of missing on the kind of like the more the kind of the philosophical aspect because it is we always kind of chop it off but it is karate do right mm. it's like judo kendo jukendo right that pass that philosophical pass that we kind of do the introspection and kind of walking yeah so you don't want to kind of chuck that out and i think people can become a little bit too myopic yeah um, in their pursuit of functionality mm. yeah i really uh, i don't like the term functional karate or Practical karate. Practical karate. I it's, don't like. It's huge. Like, but like yeah, that is just what karate is. Like, yeah, no, like, I agree. It's like saying karate, karate. <laughs> yeah. No, and I, I would say the other thing that I've noticed very much so in the last also fifteen years is the um, increasing karate tourism, especially yeah. to Okinawa. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Karate Over Coffee. And if you're enjoying the podcast and in getting something out of the episodes, there are a few things you can do to help us. If you don't already subscribe to us on YouTube, please do so. We release these episodes every Friday morning, Australian time. Plus, we release some smaller espresso shots during the week on both our YouTube channel and our Facebook community group. You can also subscribe to us on our Apple or Spotify Leaving a five-star review will be very beneficial as well. If you have any suggestions or topics or feedback or anything that you want to talk about, please put it in our comment section on our Karate Over Coffee community Facebook group. If you'd like to support us, please visit our online shop where we have official Karate Over Coffee shirts, hoodies and mugs available. Your continued support is appreciated and a vital way for the podcast to keep moving forward. Thanks, guys.